Welcome to Unibasin Sports and Sorts, where we talk about the happenings going on in our local high school programs. I'm your host, Mark Winterton, and joining me today is the new head coach for Altamont High School football, Chuck Woodhouse. Before I bring him in, I want to mention the sponsor of our show, which is the Levitt Group Insurance Agency of Vernal and Roosevelt, specializing in anything oil-filled related, from a roustabout construction to your consultants, hot oil trucks, workover rigs, all of it. And a lot of carriers to choose from, so give them a call today. 435-781-0000. Or you can uh, give me a call, 435-724-7773. Chuck, new head coach at Altamont High School. Have you guys have started practice? Yeah, we have. Um, and tell me just a little bit. It's eight man football. You guys aren't doing yeah, eight, the eight eight person football. Yeah, eight person football. Yeah, we have to be uh, politically correct. <laughs> I, I was told that uh, just the other day in a meeting with the state. So it has to be referred to as eight person football. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> exciting. We don't have to be politically correct on here, but uh, eight person football. Yeah. All right, tell me, do you get a lot of trans in the... No, it's just that, the, um, like, some of the schools down south that are uh, the smaller schools have uh, ladies playing on their team. Oh, so, okay. All right. Um, if you call it eight-man, then it gets a little uh, testy, so... No, that makes sense, then. If there's and some... it does, yeah. That made sense to me after they told me it that way. I, I was much more inclined to be politically correct when when i heard it told to me that way i didn't realize that there were so many that were playing on teams down south on the eight person football teams down south so so how many teams are there in the state that are playing eight man right now there's seven um the state has been uh they've talked to the state several schools have talked to the state they're planning on having uh probably 11 or 12 next year so what are the set? Who can you name off the teams? Yeah, I'm just curious. so you what have uh, Water Canyon, uh, Monticello, Monument Valley, Whitehorse, uh, Utah School for the Deaf and Blind, um, and Rich, of course, is going to be playing eight man next year, um, and then us and Water Canyon yep. down in St. George. Or over in Hilldale, actually. That's Water Canyon. Yeah. Yep. I've seen them. Over, at, in, over in Hilldale. I've seen them in wrestling. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tintic has applied, and they've talked to the state. Wayne County, um, Paiute, apparently, have they've all received uh, emails from that they want to, if they can get the eight, or get the spring baseball going for the 1A, then they're... They've had a lot of teams that said, yeah, we'd play football in the fall if we could get. If we could do eight-man football. Yeah, eight-man football in the fall. And we then could, we won't do fall ball. We won't do fall baseball. baseball. We'll do spring baseball, yeah. That's what they're. That's what the state's trying to do. And, you know, we visited with Brennan Jackson, who's put a lot of time and energy into eight-person football, and, and he's uh, he's doing a great job. and. Um, can't can't say enough about all the hard work he's put in, and and he's working his tail off to try and get that 
spring baseball going. So, well, this eight person football, then it's going to be a completely different sport. Um, yeah, it's a it's just now sanctioned by the Utah High School Activities Association. We're going to have our own playoff. They're going to have uh, eight team playoff this year, and and probably do it a little different next year with a couple of buys. But they're but they're, it's going to be more. It's going to be more co-ed than anything. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a little, um, there will be more, more ladies that want to play eight person football. Um, and it's, you know, it's a, it's really kind of a, a small school brand of football. I mean, there's apparently there's a lot of scoring that takes place and a lot of, uh, um, there's a just, I mean, you're taking three people off the field on both sides of the ball. So, so what position more space? What positions are being removed? One of the wide receivers and your two offensive tackles on offense, and then uh, defensively, you take away your defensively, you're taking away your um, one of your linebackers, and more than likely a strong safety in one of your linemen. So, okay. Um, and you know, there's different, there's a lot of different, uh, scenarios that take place, but it's, uh, it's been fun to, you know, I would encourage people to go on and look at the, on YouTube videos for eight man football and see what's going on. It's pretty exciting. There's some stuff that goes on. It's pretty cool. Does it become more of a passing offense or? No, it's still, it's still the same. Um, you know, you throw it, you catch it, you tackle, and you you can run the ball. Um, How many people do have have to be on the line still? Still five. I mean, well, yeah, you have five on the line. You have your three linemen, a receiver, and a tight end. Um, or if you choose not to go with a tight end, then he'll you know be and flex him out. Then you'll have. He just has to be on. Yeah, the line. he just has to be on the line scrimmage. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's been fun to research it, and I mean, I've been around 11 man my whole life so i i didn't know anything about eight man until uh you know researching and and finding out and i've talked with a lot of coaches several in colorado and wyoming and um wyoming has a pretty big eight man football eight person football league and so i got in touch with the coach up there and went and met with him and we uh talked a lot about their offense and and talked some ideas that I had and we, um, I kind of stole from him. You know, I, I can't say that it's all my creation, but that's the best way. Right. Right. When you haven't been around it, when you, uh, get to steal from other coaches. So yeah, he just handed me a playbook and said, here you go, take it. And well, it comes with experience. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a lot of fun. Same dimensions then on the field. Um, there, the state is giving us their choice. Um, this year, we can play either with the eight-person measurements. Are the eight-person measurements different? Yeah, they are. You play on an eighty-yard field. Um, what about width? You're forty. You're forty feet or forty yards wide instead of fifty-three yards wide. So yeah. So there's a lot of um, difference in the dimensions, but they're going to let us play because there are some eleven-man teams that are playing both. Yeah, that are playing some eight-man games because the state playoff, because there's only seven of us, and they want to have an eight-team playoff. They are having uh, a team, if you play an eight, if you play one eight-person football game, 
during your year and you and you've been in the bottom 3 of the RPI in 11 man then they're going to allow you to uh play in the 8 person, person state tournament but depending on what you've done with that one game if you won that one game you'll be uh, you know up in the RPI in the 8 person if you lost it then you'll be down at the bottom and you know you, you they're just going to seed us the according to the RPI so It'll be, it's going to be exciting and fun, I think. What is the excitement level? Uh, what, what kind of uh, ideas, I guess, are coming from Altamont as far as um, your A lot of excitement. There's a lot of excitement. You know, it's good. I think their whole thing was um, they want all of their kids, all of their kids, not just the ones who can afford it, but they want all of their kids to be able to participate. I mean – you and I, you know, we went to high school where football was the start of this year, and that's what gave pride. That's where you gained your pride about your school, for your school, was from your fall sports. And um, they felt like Altamont didn't have that for the last couple of years just because of the lack of football. And so now they're, they've got it back, and it's it's been really good. I mean, up at uh, – I went up to Longhorn Days last night, and we're doing a little bit of a fundraiser there. And um, I can't tell you how many people came to me and said, "We are so glad to have football back." Um, and it was, yeah, it was just really exciting. I think there's a lot of good feelings about what's going on up there. And you know, honestly, uh, I told the players, really, it's almost like the movie We Are Marshall. You know, it's a uh, we are going to be winners because we're even playing right now. Now, in the future, we're not going to take that idea and say, well, we're winning just because we're playing. But for this year, Mark, it's a it's an accomplishment just to get the football program back. Uh-huh. And then from this point on, then we'll work on building uh, the success from there. So, Do you, uh, do you have any female players? I, I don't. Uh, we'd welcome them if they want to come and try and play. And um, I I don't have any at this point in time, none that have said that they want to play. So Now, how 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 long have you known that uh, you were taking this position? Um, not very long. Um, I, I didn't accept. I, I knew that I had been offered the position um, at the state softball tournament. Um, I was not, I was still, still very undecided, um, until after that tournament and, and, um, I came back to home and I visited with my wife and, um, and we decided that this would be a good opportunity. One of the goals that I've had is to become an administrator in the school district and, I, the one thing that I'm lacking is experience at a high school level. Um, teaching and, uh, you know, just being around the high school kids. Because I've taught junior high for, you know, 15 of my 20 years of teaching. And so um, it's one of those things where I feel like this opportunity and being uh, around high school football, something that's a new program, and being around high school kids all the time 
is going to help me be better prepared for that in the future when I decide to be an administrator. And you've coached a lot of years. Yeah, I've been coaching. I coached football for 18. I've coached softball for 22. I've uh, been around, coached wrestling and been an official in wrestling for about 20. So, yeah, I've been around, um, you know, coaching and doing things. So, And, you know, since we're on the subject of, uh, of softball, um, you mentioned uh, you were offered the job at this during the state softball. I was offered the job the week before the state tournament. Okay. You resigned. Now, what happened? Uh, what You resigned from the... I started having some health problems back in October um, and was, you know, it was a sad time. Um, I spent a lot of time uh, helping build uh, the Duchesne program and love those kids to death. They're awesome. They, they, I'm so proud of what they did. Um, and then in October, I started having some little issues with my heart and the doctors told me that it, I, I probably should t- relieve some stress. And so that was the stress, stress that I relieved. And, um, you know, I, I did officiate wrestling, but it, that's kind of a pick and choose, right? So they give us jobs we accept or we don't accept. And if I didn't fill up to it that weekend, I just didn't go, you know. Um, and when when you're coaching softball, you're uh, you're on the field and you're there every day and you can't take a break, you know. So um, I felt like the best part that I needed to relieve stress was to uh, resign as that coaching uh, the Duchesne team and. Um, stepped away a little bit and, um, and then of course, you know, had some more health problems in January, February, spent four days in the emergency room and nine days in the hospital for one procedure and, or for two procedures and then had open heart surgery on 27th of May. And the last check, um, I, after talking with, um, talking with Dr. McKellar after, uh, the state tournament, I, I asked him point blank, uh, you know, I miss coaching. Can Am, am I going to be able to coach again? And he said that uh, after the surgery, if everything goes well, I should be able to be just fine. And, you know, I have a bionic heart now, and um, I should be fine to and, go and out there. As far as changes uh, in your lifestyle, anything like that? Um, just be smarter. Um, I... You know, I don't eat after a certain time at night. Um, I I used to, you know, we'd sit and watch a movie and we'd have ice cream and chips. And, all, and, and I don't do, you know, and I love it. I still love ice cream. That's my weakness. But I I don't eat it after a certain time. I'm being a lot smarter with my eating habits. I'm being a lot smarter with things that I do. And I, my wife and I go walking every evening. And, um, you know, soon as soon as I get the opportunity I'm going to start riding bikes a lot more and um, I used to love riding my bike and I got out of that when I moved uh, out here to this area um, just because I didn't have a good bike and now I'm we're going to start riding bikes and just exercising we're just going to do a lot of things smarter than anything not change so much what we're doing but changing how we're doing it and what we're eating and what we're you know so just yeah yeah, lifestyle change yeah. that everyone haven't had a Dr Pepper since uh, 
geez, I think when was my first surgery back in uh, February? So I haven't, and I've, you know, I've got off Dr. Pepper. It sucks. I, I love Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and they, when they created that cream soda, Dr. Pepper, I, I, you know, it was, it's tough to get rid of that stuff. So. It's an addiction. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, sure. You guys are still living in Duchesne. Yeah. We still live in Duchesne. Yep. Plans on moving? Um, at this point, no, just, um, my daughter Kylie is still registered at Duchesne high school. And, um, I told her because she's a junior and they probably have an opportunity to win another state championship that I would support whatever decision she made. And, um, I don't know at this point whether she's made a decision, but I think it's, it's only fair that she gets to, if she chooses to finish her high school career at Duchesne, then she'll do that. Um, and then, you know, when that's over and done with, we'll see what happens. Uh, but for right now, we're uh, staying in Duchesne. Um, we've talked a little bit, honestly. We've talked about putting our house on the market and seeing if we can, you know, what we can do with that and maybe building a home. I mean, we've we've talked since we got married. Even I was talking even before I got remarried that, um, you know, about building a home. I've always wanted to build my own home, so... Um, we've talked about it, but at this point in time, you know, we're still in the, uh, thinking, talking phase. We haven't made any plans yet. So maybe just a quick, um, I guess, uh, for people who don't know you, where you came from, where, where have you coached, taught, um, previously? Um, taught, well, I started in New Mexico, obviously, and, uh, coached wrestling down there. We won two state championships and, and uh, two out of four years and coached softball um, two years as an assistant, two as a head. And then I moved back to Enterprise and coached in Enterprise for 11 years. And then I took a year uh, hiatus up in Utah County where it's crowded and I hated it and my kids hated it and my family didn't do well there. And so, um, you know, then we moved and we went down to North Severe for a while and then came out here, and we've been out here for the last seven and just love it. Yeah, we love this area. So, And so at uh, Altamont High School, what are you going to be teaching? It's going to be teaching history still, just at a different level. Um, I, I'm going to be teaching some World Civ, some government. Uh, my degree is in political science, so I'm going to be teaching up there and um, teaching uh, civics and uh, well, not civics, but world geography, kind of as a humanitarian human, uh, humanities class, and geography, and yeah, U.S. history one, U.S. history two, and then of course Utah studies is seventh grade. So, and you gonna be coaching anything else? Uh, probably gonna help with softball. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it'll be it'll be similar to what I've done in the past as far as coaching football and coaching softball. So. And then refing wrestling during the refing wrestling time. when I when I can I mean I I, I still got to see what the doctor says but well you're a little more part, active when you're refing I am yeah and it's good I'm excited if he'll let if he feels like you know my doctor my uh, thoracic surgeon is a, is a great guy and he was an athlete so he understands and he uh, he feels like you know hey let's get to this next checkup and you know then he'll tell me with how things are going, but if they continue to go where they're, I'm at, like I'm two weeks ahead of schedule as far as where they expected me to be and where I'm at. So, 
Um, if things keep going that way, then he'll tell me that I can officiate wrestling as long as I know my boundaries, you know, as long as I can say, hey, I got to take a short break. And I've got heart monitor on my watch and, you know, so I've got to, he told me the certain things that I had to do, so. Um, and it, it, how does it affect you as far as your coaching and refing? You ref, and so how does it affect you and how you coach? Um, well, when I started officiating, it changed a lot of how I approach um, officials. Um, I've been, well, since, geez, even before I moved out here, so what's it been now, nine or ten years that we've been officiating? Mm-hmm. I mean, the seven that I've been out here, I've been officiating with you, and, um, you know, then I started officiating the first year I was at North Severe, and so I've been doing that a while, and it just, you know, it's about, I've never yelled at officials, but my intensity and how I approach officials has changed quite a bit since I've been involved in officiating. So, I had some uh, wrestling officials reach out and say, "Hey, we want to come on your show." Yeah, yeah, that that would be interesting. <laughs> Craig and Zach and yeah, I'd be one of those. I would I would love to talk, <laughs> just talk wrestling. Talk wrestling. Yeah, we could do that one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> So as far as players, uh, you're still losing some players to Duchesne. Um, yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> I I could get myself in trouble saying this, but I I can understand. I mean, Jerry's the best coach in the state of Utah, I, in my opinion. I think that his record speaks for itself. His resume is is self explanatory, and you know the the ability that the kids have to go down and play for a coach like that is. I can't say if I was 16 and 17, I would make any decision, a, a different decision, you know. So I I kind of understand where they're coming from as far as wanting to go. Um, well, and at the same time, haven't they been attending there for the last two, three years? Yeah, so. they have. And so they're, you know, um, they grandfathered the state, the board of trustees, Um grandfathered in the seniors um and that uh gave those three seniors the ability to go down and finish their football career at duchene high school and it was a junior too i believe wasn't isn't there? um as far as i know the the junior has not they didn't grandfather him in um and again like i said i that's just what i've t- been told i don't know the situation there uh, and I would rather not speak on a situation that, you know, it's really um, out of anybody's control. That's up to the parents and the player, and, you know, there's some decisions that have to be made there. So I would just soon not, not go there. But so I, when's your as first far game? as I know, the the seniors have been grandfathered in, and they get to finish their career at Duchesne. Okay. Um, the rest of them I don't know. Our first game is August 19th um, against Rangeley, Colorado. Nice. Up at Altamont. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And it'll be a home game. Yeah, it'll be home game. Yep. They're going to come to us, and we're going to see if we can go down there, depending on travel. But I think the district will let us go to Rangeley because it's close enough to the border. So mm-hmm. we're going to go down there next year. And, um, you know, there's another Colorado school that's close to Grand Junction. It's about uh, 50 or 60 miles over the border. 
that we're going to see if we can go play them next year. Um, so, and they're, they wanted to come here this year, but we couldn't play them any time other than uh, after the playoffs start. So we're probably not going to do that, but that's pretty exciting. Anything else you want to add about uh, everything that's going on? Um, no, just really excited. Um, I think it's going to be a fun opportunity, and I'm glad that the I'm glad that the the players and the the kids up in Altamont get the same opportunity that others get around the state. So, I mean, it's something that football is like I said, it sets the tone for the school year, and I'm excited that they get that opportunity. So, okay, thanks. That's uh, Chuck Woodhouse with the with Altamont High School head coach. And, of course, our uh, show today brought to you by Levitt Group Insurance Agency, Vernal and Roosevelt. Give them a call today, 781-0000, or give me a call, 724-7773.